0: Welcome to A
1: Free Solution. All right, welcome everyone to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you being here. We're live here on WYSL until 1 p.m. today. Give us a call if you want to participate in the conversation. 585-346-3000. And the topic I'm asking you, the listeners, to comment on today is what do you expect politicians to do in a disaster? Because... My news feed and on Twitter and on Facebook is filled with that dastardly, dastardly man, Ted Cruz, who bailed on his state in the midst of an emergency. So I want to ask you, what what do you guys expect politicians to do in the face of disaster? How should they help, if at all? And what do you expect of them? And how does their response in the face of disaster impact your perception of them, your support of them? And we'll compare a couple of different politicians here, how they respond to uh, this thing in Texas and other things. Uh, We'll talk about Ted Cruz. We'll talk about AOC a little bit, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And we'll talk about Andrew Cuomo, who I think is instinctually very good at knowing how to respond to disasters, but we (laughs) will... We'll discuss how that has gone for him and the people of this state recently. All right, so let's talk about the, the the Texas situation a little bit again. We, Larry and I covered this on, on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, both of us did shows on this topic, so I won't go too much more into what the situation is. Uh, you know, the, the, the grid experienced a whole bunch of issues. Uh, some of that is related to just— weatherization, incompetence, lack of accountability, and, you know, just general disaster, right? Like, how do you prepare for an event like this? And go back and listen to the Wednesday or Thursday shows if you want to listen to that, and you can always go to a podcast, a free solution, look it up anywhere, listen to those shows. Larry has some great solutions, I got some stuff in there as well. But Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, he went and, uh, Took a little vacation during this time. He took his his uh, family. He's taken his daughters down to Cancun, and they left the state. and And Ted Cruz, he he'd gone with him. He said afterwards that he was intending to come back, and in light the disaster, did that afterwards. And maybe it really was. Maybe it was a pre-planned thing. And I, I have no idea. And and they realized this happened. And Ted Cruz is like, oh shoot, gotta gotta get back. He and 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 Tim O'Connor already gave me an answer. What should politicians do? They should carry boxes around to get pictures taken of themselves. Tim, you should run for office or something. You sound like a pro. And uh, so Ted Cruz, though he he went down, he uh, went to went to Cancun for a little bit. Came right back because people started roasting him. They found him on the plane. They found him at the airport. Started roasting him. And he said, "I was just, uh, I was just making sure I escorted my daughters down there." You know, I can't really blame him. Like, even if this was a, a spontaneous thing, I don't fully know this. Even if it was a spontaneous thing, I get the desire to get out of a state when you don't have power, you don't have water. I think a lot of residents though felt betrayed. Like, like the minimum Ted Cruz had to do was just stay there just to to look like he was he was suffering in solidarity with him. Right. And it does look elitist to have someone leave the state in the middle of disaster. It looks like, oh, well, this suffering's for you guys. I have the ability to get out of there. I get how that looks. I get that that's not a good look now. I don't expect Ted Cruz to go in and help in and be useful in any way. Like, I, the, the dude's a politician. He's not going to go out and, and fix the gas lines. It's not what happens. It's not what he's going to do. Um, as, as Tim kind of joked about, what ends up happening is politicians will go to these things. They'll go hand out some things. They'll They'll hand out supplies, hand out soups or or waters or whatever. And they'll get a few pictures, they'll do that for a couple hours, and then they're done. And, and that's exactly what Ted Cruz ended up doing afterwards, he went and handed out barbecue and waters, and got a bunch of pictures with, you know, local law enforcement and, and people getting help at a food bank. So that's what that's what he ended up doing. I mean, that, that's good that it's it's probably what you should do in some sense if you can volunteer although I feel like half the time when politicians do this it ends up becoming a spectacle about them like Governor Cuomo did this with uh like he did this with like turkeys in Rochester and, and politicians love doing this type of stuff and it becomes all about them it's all about giving glory to the politicians thank goodness they're doing a nice thing and handing stuff out and it is nice people want it I mean that a lot of times those supplies would have gotten out anyway, but they'd rather be there in the middle of it, shaking hands, looking like they're doing something to help. So it goes. We're paying them to do that. Just remember. And yeah, so that's 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 what he did. He did all that. After you know, he had this gap. Now, listen, when Ted Cruz did this, I'm it, it's stupid. It's silly, like like, he's been in this game long enough to know that a lot of people are going to be upset with him. It's not a good look to leave. Ultimately, did he actively harm anyone? No, he, he didn't. He didn't hurt anyone by leaving. He just looked like a selfish jerk. Which, if you didn't know that about most politicians, boy, are you in for a surprise. A lot of politicians are selfish jerks. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. They They care about staying in power and... When the chips are down, they're going to do what what a lot of people do. They're going to do things to protect their family. Not everyone. A lot of people in a disaster situation, they protect their family, and they also go out and they, they help their neighbors. They do what they can. You know, when, Whenever we have a snowstorm here in the Rochester area, I can look down the street and I can see half my neighbors shoveling people they don't even know out of driveways, helping people get unstuck. That's how it works in a lot of cases that most people are good and want to help others when there's a disaster situation, but ultimately, Ted Cruz didn't harm anyone. He just embarrassed himself. I don't. I don't care that much. I'm not. This doesn't change my opinion of Ted Cruz in any way whatsoever, other than he looks like an idiot. And this will pass. What is more concerning to me is when politicians jump in and they want to act quickly in the face of disaster. And they start doing things that actively harm the people subject to their policies, harm the people of their state. And, and we can see that in what Governor Cuomo does, what he did in response to COVID and what he, what he does in response to a lot of disasters, too. He wants to be seen helping. He often goes out of his way to, to be the guy handing out supplies and whatnot. But the policy stuff that's the stuff that gives me pause. I'd rather politicians, in many cases, not act, not be drastic, not jump in and actively harm people, and they can do their their thing where they're they're helping out, showing leadership, whatever. I mean, they all feel self-serving to me, but they can do that thing. That's fine. Or do nothing and just be there in solidarity. Ted Cruz didn't hurt anyone with this. Just looked dumb. Andrew Cuomo, though. Andrew Cuomo actually hurt people. And we can compare that to, like, what what unique positions a politician has. And I don't mean policy position. I mean, like, what, what unique positions in terms of their connections do they have to help people voluntarily? How can they help get resources to a disaster area, raise awareness of what the actual needs are, and do something tangible to help folks that doesn't rely on government coercion we have an example of that here and it's a surprising example too i'm gonna gonna say the example afterwards after this break and and you're gonna be like oh that person and this is a person that i know many people on listening this station including myself don't don't particularly like but i think this person did the right thing here what ted cruz did i don't care i I really don't I, i i'm not gonna like him any more or less because of this talk about the other two responses right after the break thanks again for joining us here on a free solution if you have any thoughts what do you expect politicians to do during a disaster what do you want to see them do that does having them out helping in the face of disaster make you like them more Do you think it's useful give us a call 585-346-3000 that's 585-346-3000 we'll be back here on a free solution in just a few minutes free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilshire. today. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you being here. Again, if you have any thoughts on what you expect politicians to be doing in the face of disaster, give us a call 585-346-3000. That's 585-346-3000. And I want to put a little, little asterisk on this conversation. What we expect politicians to do is in part defined by the role that they play, right? Like a, a county executive or a governor administrating policy and face of disaster is going to have to react a bit differently than a, a legislator, right? Someone who is just like in Congress or a state legislature who's making laws like they're a bit different. Like legislatures, they react they, – they don't have like the immediate action sense. They don't, They're not responsible for disaster response so obviously executive branch functions – Operate a bit differently than senators, members of Congress, members of the assembly, et cetera. So, I do want to talk about someone who did something right too? And and what we see from most politicians these days again, they they do the the, the photo op. Uh, occasionally, they'll they'll post things on social media, say you can find resources X, Y, and Z, which is fine. It's helpful sharing those things if. if Someone really needs help, and there's a nonprofit or whatever that's giving away food or water, whatever. That's helpful. Spreading that information, great. I have no issue with that. Um, and Tim, uh, one more comment from Tim says, well, let's have a libertarian box-carrying photo op. I mean, honestly, that's what Republicans, Democrats do. Libertarians, like a lot of people like me, they're like, man, if you if you're bragging about this – it's it. It feels kind of gross. It feels self serving, and and I know a lot of libertarians. And I felt weird doing this, like bragging about the good things that I did during my campaign. Too, I was like, I don't want to brag about that. I'm doing this because I want to help people. I'm not. I want people to think I'm doing this just because I'm trying to get in the office. I'm I'm doing this because this is what I've always done, you know, doing things like picking up trash or volunteering places or whatever. But some voters like to see that. They like to think that that. Represent something about their own values to see a politician helping out in some way, for better or worse. That's that's what it is. So I'll talk about a politician who uh, who did things well, though. And my surprising response is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, the Democrat congresswoman from uh, New York City, who is Larry's member of Congress, Larry Sharp's member of Congress, actually. But she raised so far. $5 million to help provide, you know, food, water and other resources to the folks in Texas. And you know, here's the thing politicians are really good at. They're really good at raising money. They have a ton of connections. That's how they stay in office is they, they know when to ask donors for stuff. And they just keep the whole gravy train rolling. That is one thing that our modern politicians are very, very, very good at. And To her credit, she recognized this, tapped into her networks and the networks of Democrats that she runs in circles with and was able to raise a whole bunch of money and make Republicans look like chumps. And and all privately, too. This isn't a a government-run thing. She just raised that with the help of people who gave their money voluntarily. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I'll call it out. You know, like I don't like a lot of her economic policies or a bunch of other stuff but this is a good thing and i i think it's great if politicians are able to tap into their networks to do just that i'd love to see more of that and she's not the first one to do that type of thing obviously politicians do this type of thing all the time it just happens to be salient right now she's just the one who's done it recently but good job, good for her. And I know a lot of conservatives and and libertarians. They want to say, "Oh, AOC, she's so dumb, she's an idiot, whatever." She ain't. She is incredibly smart, incredibly talented. She knows how to do politics well. This was politically the best possible thing she could have done. That she she looked like she, you know, made made Ted Cruz look like even more of a chump in this situation. She made the Republican Party look like chumps who are begging for help, and she went and did something about it. So when people say AOC is dumb, no, she got elected on a grassroots campaign, took out a well-entrenched Democrat, and she knows how to play the national media well. Now, that's not to say I like her policies. Her economic policies are absolutely idiotic most of the time. She has some great civil liberties policies in some cases and a few others, but her economic policies are idiotic. So, So when I talk about her, I'm not praising her positions. She is very good at what she does. Like, I think it's actually sort of dangerous to assume she's not that smart because she's incredibly smart. That's how she got elected. That's how she keeps staying in a national spotlight. And we're going to see her continue to play a role in national politics because of moments like this, because she looked at this and said, all right, what resources do I have? I have this donor network. They have their like Justice Democrat network, and they have a whole bunch of other folks who care about left-wing politics. She tapped into that network, was able to raise a bunch of money, and a bunch of people kind of gave money her way. Genius, smart. And and I can't, can't be mad about that. It's the right thing to do. Republicans, libertarians, other Democrats, people in Texas, people in New York, all over the place should be doing the same thing. And many people are. They're not soaking up the national media attention for it. So other people who have done great work in response to this disaster and in response to past disasters, they've raised money and gotten money, money to where it's actually needed. And we don't go through the whole rigmarole of the federal disaster relief process is the quickest way to get relief to people who need it right away. I want to see more. I want to see more politicians. But that's This is actually what I would like to see politicians to do. I, I want to see them if they if they're really good at raising money. Like Nancy Pelosi could do this. She could do every time there's a big disaster. Every time there's a hurricane. Every time there's you know like the power going out in Texas. She could do this. You know why she's Speaker of the House because she's really good at raising money. She is excellent at that. She's donors all over the country instead of taking our money to fund whatever the heck she wants to fund because half the time it's just the the House and Senate leadership. Writing these massive uh, budget bills to fund who the heck knows what. We don't even know. We find out months later because these are you know thousands of pages long. Instead of doing that and saying, "Oh, we have to get you know one hundred million dollars to fund," oh, there's oh there's a ridiculous one that she had the other day. It's like uh several hundred million dollars or something. I'll have to look up exactly to, to to fund like a a rail line in her district. You know, just a, another massive overpriced government (laughs) boondoggle in the making, I'm sure. And yeah, but she could do these things voluntarily. She doesn't have to use the coercive power of the state to I mean, it's not even taking our money at this point. They are taking our money, don't get me wrong. But most of it's just all debt. We're just, we're just spending it all we're just pretending it doesn't even matter anymore. Republicans, Democrats, who cares, just spending a massive amount of money no regard for how that's going to impact us a few years down the line. And I'm sure that there's going to be a a massive surge in spending related to this as well. And, and I do want to talk about too how President Biden responded. Well, we're seeing some stuff come out and I'm sorting through it a little bit. There's this response from the Department of Energy talking about whether or not Texas could turn on their gas generators. Uh, So Texas is a bit more regulated than I even realized. I mean, of course they are, right? Because when does the federal government not regulate something? They always find a reason to do that. But they they had to ask permission to turn these these, uh, gas power plants on to be able to meet the energy demands of the people of Texas. And what I'm seeing from folks is this supposed scandal about the Department of Energy saying no to that. Well, that's not really true, and I'll go over the details after the break. And just to wrap up this segment, though, is that's what I want to see more politicians do. I mean, if you if if you're a politician and you, and you go out and and you help and you, you're actually helpful and not just there to take a bunch of stupid pictures, Mills I've seen that stuff. Like the type of person who shows up for five minutes, shakes hands with people, and hands out like three boxes of water, and then leaves. Give me a break are you doing you look like a clown i hate that stuff you know, i i i lose respect for politicians who do that if you're actually there you're helping for like five hours or something great good for you y- you have my respect that's awesome keep doing that or if you you know how to raise money awesome or if you're just you're hanging back you know you're gonna get in the way if you show up because a lot of times especially the more famous you are the more you're gonna get in the way because everyone's gonna be around you talking to you press is gonna be there it's gonna be a mess and you know that the best thing you can do is to to sit back, direct people to the right resources, do whatever. Fine. That's neutral to me. That's, you're not in the way. Just probably don't do what Ted Cruz does. He didn't hurt anyone, but don't do what Ted Cruz does. Or don't actively hurt people with stupid policies. I mean, that's the number one job, right? It's like you, you, you make the policies. Don't hurt people with stupid policies. See that with Jones Act in Puerto Rico when they got hit by the hurricane, Trump temporarily pulled. And we see that with Governor Cuomo and how he responded to COVID, actively hurt people because he wanted to look like he was doing something and to look like he was a hero. And now we're finally seeing in the national media, in well, we, we, New York media knew about it a little bit, but we're finally seeing a reckoning for his absolute disaster response to COVID, as it relates to debts in nursing homes. All right, so thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. We'll talk a little bit more about the national response after the break, and then we're going to talk about Governor Cuomo. All right, we'll be back in just a few minutes. If you want to participate in the discussion, I'll, I'll give you the number 585 346 3000. That's 585 346 3000. More from A Free Solution in just a few.
0: Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to SimpleTech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution, or perhaps they just like the fact that SimpleTech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at SimpleTech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there
1: A Free Solution Welcome back to A Free Solution I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today Thank you so much for being here Appreciate you joining us on this show today Uh, We are here live on WYSL until 1pm So you can give us a call Participate in the conversation Chat with me What do you expect politicians to do in face of disaster? Give us a call 585-346-3000 That's 585-346-3000 Or chat in online, we're live on A Free Solution, the Facebook page, A Free Solution, the YouTube channel, or the Kevin Wilson pages as well, I'm on there too, for now, for now. And also shout out down the line to our friends over at WACK out in Newark, and WENY, the Patriot down the southern tier, thank you for listening, appreciate y'all being here. All right, so we're talking about... What do we expect politicians to do in face disaster? And part of this came up too. I was I was reading about this story the other day that a handful of uh, folks were bringing to my attention, and I appreciate that. And uh, the so the state of Texas has their own grid. We talked about this on on Wednesday, and they do still have some accountability to the federal government, right? I mean really accountability. No one is no one's really accountable in these systems most of the time. But they, they do have to talk to the federal government if they want to do certain things. So what was happening as this whole disaster was starting to unfold is that the the state of Texas said, OK, we can't meet the power generation demand right now. They're having issues with wind turbines. They were having issues with – there's a nuclear power plant that lost some of its capacity. There there was uh, natural gas that lost a ton of capacity. And so they wanted some plants to be able to increase their capacity to be able to meet the rest of that demand. So they, they – Ask the Department of Energy to do this. The reason they have to do this, the best I can understand too, and if anyone else is an expert on this stuff, uh, call in 585-346-3000. But what I understood from this is because of emissions restrictions on this type of stuff, the state is is limited in how much it's able to to put out, right? So they have to ask the Department of Energy for some reason – for a, a special permission to be able to increase their output because they're going to be polluting more because of that, right? So kind of this, this notion that Texas is fully independent is, is even less true than I thought. I thought it actually had more independence than this, but the more I'm reading about it, the more I'm seeing like, well, they still got to follow all of this stuff, including, again, asking permission to be able to meet the energy demands of their state, which is, kind of silly to me like why can't if you're if you have your own grid like why can't you just do that I mean I get externalities right like when you if you're you're putting out actual emissions that are going to impact the states around you you got to have a way to deal with that sure but this is an emergency situation they want to do that so the story I keep seeing going around though is that the Department of Energy denied them permission to do that it's not quite true they said that they could do it uh, that they were able to increase their, their natural gas power generation. They ran into some issues with that anyway because, again, the, the issue with the natural gas was, in under normal circumstances, you can increase capacity. You can just burn more to meet demand. But they had two issues. One is that pipes are freezing. Two is that the power companies didn't expect to need all that gas because there's not that much of a heat demand either. So other people were trying to buy natural gas for heat or increase their electricity usage. So that the grid wasn't ready to be able to get all that supply. So there are other issues besides this. But they they did say, the federal government did say, yes, you can do this. There's a, a letter I shared on in the comments. If you go to a free solution or, or YouTube or the Kevin Wilson page you can see the letter I'm talking about in the comments and a thread that's very critical of the Biden administration relating to this it doesn't look like they they said no but what they, they did set this like weird price minimum that I don't quite get why they had to do that they had to the extra electricity that they generated on top of what they normally had as a cap had to be sold at a minimum of $1,500 $1,500 per megawatt hour. I don't know why they did that. That's, I mean, I don't know if that's some federal law or something. But that wasn't the price that ended up getting sold anyway. In a lot of areas ended up being way higher than that. So they went like the, – the utilities there just way exceeded what this was. And I just bring all this up because I've seen it start to come up a bunch. And I think it's interesting and we're going to sort through all this stuff. But it's not – there's a lot going on here. There's a bunch of stuff that the Biden administration could have done. I've also seen like the Biden administration didn't declare an emergency. They they did but they only did it for 77 counties instead of all of the counties in Texas uh, which uh, the state of Texas wanted. They wanted to be able to do that stuff. Um, so it is interesting. I – at least I think so. Uh, the, the federal government response to this was OK. What I what I don't get is like I go back to rude issues, right? like why, in an emergency situation, should you have to ask permission to be able to do this? People are freezing. I don't want to be holding on to beg the Biden administration or any administration. It could be Trump too it could have been Trump you know back then why, why should you have to beg any administration to be able to provide power to the people of your state? That's ridiculous. You should just be able to do your thing. You you have this legal power, so it's just make sure people don't freeze to death. Do whatever you can. Again, this wasn't the only barrier. This was, people were presenting this as like, look, the Biden administration caused this. No, they didn't. Biden administration does, and, and I'm sure we'll be doing a bunch of stuff. But I'm not gonna play that game. I'm not gonna do the everything the Biden administration does is bad type of thing. It's it's gonna be so much more boring than that. Most of the stuff that the Biden administration does isn't going to be the headline filling stuff that you know President Trump would do, where he would say something stupid and people would blow that out of proportion, make a big deal. I'm not, I didn't do that with him, or at least didn't do it most of the times unless I thought it was actually serious. And I'm not going to do that with Biden either, because a lot of the stuff that he does, it's it's going to be more like something that sounds really reasonable in the short term until it's actually not. You know, the, it, it sounds reasonable to most people. The people like us who aren't paying attention. It's gonna sound fine. With something like this, this is this isn't Biden. This is the entrenched bureaucracy. This I mean, like deep state deep state sounds conspiratorial, but this is the entrenched bureaucracy of all the rules that have accumulated over the decades to come to this situation that slows down the process of being able to get power to people when they need it. Again wasn't their only problem. But the bigger issue isn't the Biden administration or Trump administration or the Obama administration. It's that we've, we've collected all these rules over time. And we haven't begun a process of – or at least haven't done enough to begin a process of tearing apart these rules in situations that don't make sense, that make it harder for – state, federal, local governments to respond effectively to disaster. And that's a hard boring policy work that doesn't make for a great entertaining radio show but it is the stuff that does need to happen eventually. And it's going to take a while. That's what it is. It's not not sexy work. It's not good being in front of the camera work. And I did promise you guys I was going to talk about Governor Cuomo. I saved that for the last segment. I hope you stuck with me for this long but I do want to talk about Governor Cuomo because He's finally maybe getting held accountable. I want to read a statement from, from the state Democratic Party and just talk about how he responded to things. All right, thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. If you want to participate in the conversation, give us a call, 585 346 3000. We'll be back with more from A Free Solution in a few minutes. This is Kevin Wilson, the host of A Free Solution. If you're enjoying this episode right now, you think that me and Larry Sharp are providing good content to you, I'd appreciate you doing us a favor. We have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash Solution, pledge to donate $5, $10 a month, just a, a few bucks a week, and this helps us create new content, hire better researchers, get better guests, and helps us stay on air too because it's not totally free to be on the air give five dollars ten dollars a month to our patreon and as a reward we also give you exclusive early access to some of our episodes and bonus content as well stuff that you will no longer be able to find on the podcast so go to patreon.com slash a free solution to support our show and make sure that me and larry sharp can give you the best content possible thanks a free solution If you are upset by what we have
0: done, be upset at me. County executive did not do this. The village mayor did not do this. The city mayor did not make these decisions. I made these decisions. It's not your local elected officials. I know they caused disruption. I know people are upset. I know
1: businesses will be hurt by this. As you wish, Your Majesty, we will cast the blame on you. He did make these decisions. And, you know, it's it's weird because I've seen this, this comparison between, like, Ted Cruz and Governor Cuomo. And as I indicated at the beginning, it's like what Ted Cruz did was stupid. It was a gaffe. I, ultimately, he didn't hurt anyone other than himself in that situation. He could have helped, but he didn't hurt anyone. There's a difference. These are not comparable scandals. No one died because of Ted Cruz in this situation. I think it's gross to compare the two because what Governor Cuomo did is, is he wanted to look like the hero in a disaster. He wanted to look like he was taking decisive action. Wrote a book about it. Wanted to look good. And Early on, when he made the decision to put COVID positive people into nursing homes, a lot of people correctly pointed out right away that that was going to have devastating results We we exposed a vulnerable population to this. Instead of coming clean, looking at what happened, making sure that anyone was held accountable, he doubled down, obscured the numbers made it difficult for even people within his own party to look at what actually happened and try to respond better, more effectively. So, I do want to read... A, there's a, an interesting resolution that came out, and I'm I'm hoping that this is... It seems like it's legit. Uh, so looking around this resolution, it's a, a proposed resolution... For the New York State Democratic Committee, and I read this because it's well, it's pretty good. And the 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 New York State Democrats are starting to see Cuomo as a liability. There was this air of party loyalty for a long time, and they're starting to see, maybe cynically, but maybe it's it's they really want to do the right thing. Like I hope they would when I when we start talking about this uh, last week, but we started talking about this months ago. But finally, they're maybe doing something about it. So they have a resolution to censure Governor Cuomo. Now, what they should do is not censure. I don't care about censuring. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you're yelling at him, I guess, but they should impeach him. And at least, at least take away his emergency powers. But let me read the censure because well, this proposed resolution for censure. Uh, Whereas for over a year, our state has been in the grips of a once in a century public health emergency and economic crisis, whereas Governor Cuomo sought and was given unprecedented virtually absolute control over the statewide response to these dual crises. Whereas as a result of an advisory from the Cuomo administration to nursing home dated March 25th, 2020, more than 6000 COVID-19 positive patients were admitted to nursing homes in New York, whereas more than 12,000 patients at New York Nursing homes died of COVID 19, whereas the Cuomo administration undercounted the total in public reporting by 50%, was only revealed after an investigation by Attorney General Leticia James. Whereas Governor Cuomo placed in the 2021 budget provision to protect nursing home and hospital executives from liability for poor decisions during the COVID-19 pandemic, except in the very difficult to prove case of gross negligence, whereas the Cuomo administration repeatedly stymied and refused to comply with requests for information regarding COVID-19 and nursing homes from the New York State Senate and Assembly, whereas the Cuomo administration admitted the legislators that its lack of cooperation with the affirmation information request was due to fear of political accountability home to public and legal accountability due to an investigation by the United States Department of Justice, Whereas, Governor Cuomo himself has personally and inappropriately threatened members of the legislature with retribution if they did not cease examining the nursing home tragedy and working towards accountability. Whereas, due to this entire ordeal, Governor Cuomo has never taken responsibility for his administration's order of March 25, 2020 and its results and instead sought to derive deceive the, <laughs> the public, the legislature, and U.S. DOJ and frame the issue as one of partisan politics rather than genuine concern. Whereas during this entire ordeal, where the governor claims to have not had time and human resources to comply with requests for information, the governor did have time to write a book congratulating himself for New York's COVID-19 response, have a self-congratulatory poster created and circulated before the worst of the pandemic was over, and have a COVID-19 mountain sculpture made to celebrate New York defeating COVID-19 prior to the worst of the pandemic hitting the state. Therefore, be it resolved that the State Committee of Democratic Party of the State of New York do hereby censure Governor Andrew Cuomo and further demand that he cease his belligerent conduct, cooperate openly with all investigations, and make a full apology to the people of the State of New York. And then there's eleven members of the state Democratic Committee that supposedly signed on to this. So they should they should pass I mean, this is this is a solid start. They they, they outlined the issue pretty well here. This is his own party. I mean, (laughs) Tim says, don't forget to give us crazy libertarians credit for saying the obvious truth. Yeah, we've been talking about this since April. We've been talking about this forever. been talking about this for months. I'm glad the Democratic Party is catching up. Or it's become so much of a political liability now that they have to take a stand. Better late than never, I suppose. But, you know, and I... I almost forgot how wild, like, the, the book thing, right? He got the book, he got the Emmy, the, the the stupid posters, the stupid bizarre posters that he made. This, remember the ship one and the weird little mountain one, too? And the giant mountain Jabba the hut thing that he made? Before, while this was all going on, while he was hiding stuff from the public, from investigators, he had the resource to be able to do all that, to, to to showboat and brag about how great he was. And what's wild to me is that Governor Cuomo knows how to do this well. He generally knows what he's doing, but he overplayed his hand. He knows that a lot of people like, I don't like it, but a lot of people like politicians to be out in the front addressing disaster. The best thing you could do is just swamp people with press. He did those press conferences every single day. To show that he was acting in response to COVID-19. That he was at the forefront of taking action. But the action that he was taking, at least in this case, was actively harmful. He made things worse. Resulted in people dying, it seems. There's going to be an investigation on all that. That's what it looks like in no accountability at all. Finally, finally getting that. And Democrats, and I know some of you listen to this station, you need to wake up. You need to pay attention to what's going on here. Don't back this guy. Don't do the same thing you accused Republicans of doing when when Trump did something dumb. Because he did, and I'd, I'd say it. But Governor Cuomo has made these awful, awful policies. And the majority of Democrats are still backing them. They still think he did a great job. Are you not paying attention or do you just not care? You don't have to back this guy, no matter what. Get away from the team sports. Doesn't matter, like people's lives are at stake. If Governor Cuomo is going to make mistakes like this and try to cover them up and you're still going to back him. I don't know what I can do for you. Don't do that. Don't are the 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 health of our state, the health of our Republic, the health of just the people who are living in nursing homes, family who are in rehab facilities too. that they matter. Governor Cuomo needs to be held accountable for this politically, and in any other way that makes sense possibly criminally. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. You can't play teams or hope the Biden administration does do it. I, I'm glad that the Democrats in New York State are probably after being bullied and badgered enough by Governor Cuomo are getting sick of this. That's been the norm for politics. We've all known about that forever. We're just now talking about that. But if you've lived in New York State and you've known about politics, you've known about this type of stuff forever. Time to do something about it, Democrats. Time to pick someone else. Time to ask your legislators to keep Governor Cuomo accountable, not just a slap on the wrist, impeach the guy, get mad there, or at least at least take away his executive authority. There's a bill to do that. It's basically useless right now. Gotta do better. There's a bill to do that. And they're like, Oh, the governor can can act and someone can rescind those orders within 72 hours and the panel attend to that no just just go back to the normal governing process hold governor cuomo accountable all right thanks again for joining us here on a free solution we'll be back i'll be back on wednesday larry sharp will be on tomorrow talk to you then